Welcome everybody to Respawn, please! The video game podcast where two dum-dums come together to talk all things video games! And with me, as always, is the non-sick one, L. Also, I didn't <laughs> introduce myself. I'm sick, I'm Jesus. But with me is L. <laughs> how's it going, hey, L? what's going on? <clears throat> so, how's, it, how's your week been, man? How's your week been? It's been good. I've been busy, you know, dropping new content, uh, working on our content. Um, working on music and doing a bunch of things and trying to find time for here and there to play some Overwatch, you know, the usual. Yeah. yeah. When you said you were dropping and you started saying new, I thought you were going to say nukes. And then my brain what? thought, you're filling your toilet up? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. I'm looking at a, the, Steam, uh, the Steam page, the uh, Xbox Game Pass page for Nino Kuni because we were just talking about it. Yeah. And I forgot how beautiful this game is, and I fucking love it. I think I'm going to install it and play it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because, gosh darn it, this game is beautiful. I have I haven't played it in... Uh, last time I played it was like in 2018, 2016, 17, somewhere around there. It's yeah, whenever yeah, yeah. Uh, Nino Kuni 2 came out, I was preparing for Nino Kuni 2, and then I realized you didn't have to do that because the games oh. aren't connected in any way other than by name. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, going on a ramble here um that's cool so what new content have you been working on tell us all of it because you've been working on the music right yeah music yep uh and working then, on basically like putting uh trying new like content as far as like um the most of the content i do is just me kind of creating and so it's mm -hmm. kind of like a performance in a way um yeah. and now like recently um i tried new content <laughs> as far as like, breaking down how maybe I, I made a song or like the elements that go into um, a song. Like today I dropped a, a video of a breakdown of a remix of a, a song that I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it. That's really well. People really like it. Um, and then I'm just trying to figure out, you know, new things to do as well as like working on trying to make uh, like do pieces of content for like our videos. I mean, we just dropped the first episode of a uh, review, please anime edition <laughs> with both rock which is great yeah. and um just making you know short form content to that's digestible that'll get people to watch the full video so yeah fun doing that as well as like doing stuff for we have a video dropping tomorrow of, uh of when we live stream playing overwatch um and so creating content for that and you know the podcast the usual things and so yeah um it's a lot of experimentation i had to buy a bigger board i don't know if you noticed this board is <laughs> oh, no. bigger than. oh no you told me you were buying a bigger board i yeah, yeah. i didn't notice that it was already up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> nice um just because i needed more space just because the little board was fine but i, I was running out of space to like put things down and so yeah i'm hoping like eventually you're gonna get like a one of those like whiteboards that you have to like roll in just hilarious like, you're gonna roll it in and be like all right guys this is here this is what we're doing right. this is what's going on for the rest of the year so uh, here i have everything mapped out yeah um <laughs> you can see it all and maybe you'll see some gems in there who knows hilarious man. oh man i've my week has been something uh students man students that's all i got my oh students, boy my students murdered me in their writings apparently because they don't like me i'm assuming um, but I got asked by two former students of mine to write them letters of recommendation. Um, oh. I have no idea how to do that, but I said I would. <laughs> so can I write them a letter of recommendation? Um, Just type it up. They, they were okay. No, <laughs> they were excellent students. Thank you. You should hire them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The week has been interesting. Um, I, I've, 
I've I'm getting sick and it sucks because I hate being like all you know congested and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And my voice is scratchy, so if I if I stop talking, you're gonna have to take over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we have a jam pack stuff full today. Enough rambling. I can t- ramble all day long, but we have a jam pack full of stuff. We have a dead space review roundup, and let me tell you, it's hot. <laughs> it's freaking hot. Uh, then we're gonna go over some layoffs everywhere. You know, it's taking the yeah. industry. Uh, video game industry by storm and both on the video game side and on the media side, which is insane. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to break down the Xbox and Bethesda Bethesda presents the developer underscore direct. Um, did you get a chance to watch the, uh, developer direct? No, actually I missed it. I was so busy with other things. And you didn't miss much. Actually, you missed a lot. Uh, But before we get started, what you've been playing now besides Overwatch? We we know you've been playing Overwatch. Yeah. So <laughs> besides you've been playing Overwatch, anything else? Yeah, I've been playing uh, Deathloop, going through that. Yeah. Uh, that's the game that I'm finishing. And so um, I'm actually really enjoying the game now. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. The Because um, we always have these talks about it. How um, One thing you always mentioned to me was enjoying the, uh, the gameplay mechanics of it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to enjoy that a lot because like when I first started, I was like crouching, hiding everywhere, and I was just taking my time not really like just rushing anything but yeah. as time go- went on i'm like oh, okay i'm getting more comfortable with like the weaponry learning like the the uh the powers that you can have learning mm-hmm. just about like the enemies and you know where to find them and just kind of find the visionaries to kill them and um now i'm like oh i'm not as uh scared to like run through if there's like a bunch of enemies just shoot them up do 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 and then just kind of like move hide and just move around and so it's it's really fun that that game mechanic um it is uh it's really interesting but um other than that i think i'm playing a little bit of vampire survivor i finally uh bought it from steam with the dlc and so play a little bit vampire survivor is a great game so so um, uh, yeah other than that that's that's pretty much it right there yeah nice uh do you have uh, favorite abilities in uh death loop yet like things that you're like i'm always going to keep this on me or do you kind of adapt as you play um there's uh two two away no the one that i really like the most right now that i have is uh invisibility the uh invisibility because that just helps me to run around and just like to do people are like where's that coming from um and then there's like three weapons that i keep on me even though like i don't even know if they're the best but uh because i've you know how sometimes this is like not really spoiler but whenever you kill a visionary sometimes they'll drop a special weapon weapon, yeah yeah drop an orange one yet (laughs) All Sorry. I've been uh, having is my little machine gun that comes standard, <laughs> as well as um, a shotgun and then a uh, hand pistol. And those are like perfectly fine for me. Like they work perfect and they do everything I need to do. And so like sometimes I look at the special guns like somebody uh, dropped one the other day that kind of like stops people. And I was like, I don't want to drop these other weapons. I think I'm OK. I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> do you at least upgrade the weapons? Yes, I upgrade them. Okay. I upgrade them. Yeah. Okay. You should definitely but, use the orange weapons. Uh, the no, definitely. It's funny because yeah, I'll, use just, them. I'll laugh to myself because I'll be like, I wonder if anybody else has played like this because like on I'm purpose. Sure. I'm, I'm sure people like, have. Oh. Yeah, it's just I guess it's because I just want to kill people and stuff. And mm-hmm. one funny thing that I'll share with you before I stop rambling is I can't remember which visionary it was. The one who um, there, he's in uh, a sort of like game-like area where there's levels and you kind of have to go up and down. I can't remember his oh, name. Yeah, it's uh, it's the uh, it's the area where you meet the robot. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. And so I went in there and the guy uh, was hiding within this game room. Mm -hmm. And like, I love hacking the turrets and setting them up. So that way they kind of do work for me. Mm -hmm. And I was randomly just setting the turret down and I unlocked it and found out that he was in the room. I was like, where is he? I can't see him. And the turret killed him for me. And so I was like, oh, this is perfect. I was like, (laughs) I didn't have to do anything. I was just here. The turret did all the work. Oh, this is amazing. So have you started connecting the the dots when the visionaries are like gathered together oh no i haven't got that far you haven't started connecting those diets yeah there's a lot of overlap and you slowly uh, as you uncover secrets and stuff and like learn their routes and everything that they'll be in you're learning like okay these three are going to be together here these two are going to be oh, together yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing and like that's how you kill them all in a day to escape the loop exactly Anyways. yeah i think uh, i noticed Spoilers. that with uh, sorry <laughs> No, I noticed that with two of the visionaries, and then of course um, there are two vis- visionaries that tend to hook up in the mm-hmm. in the story. And so I know about four of them. And so that because you know the whole point of the game is to figure out the perfect like way to kind of eliminate, like you said, yeah. everybody on the same day. And so I'm slowly putting it together. Okay. Have you gotten to the big party yet? Um, that's the next thing I'm going to. Okay. Yeah, the party stuff is fun. Just because oh, yeah. there's so like not to spoil anything, I apologize, but there's like very creative ways to like eliminate certain people at this party that's fascinating and fun so when you start like navigating and stuff and seeing how it's done yeah i i like i said i love the gameplay of uh death loop i think it's incredible not the biggest fan of the story but man the gameplay feels so good especially when you start when it clicks with you because i do think there is that like wall where you're like oh my god what the hell is going on what do i do there's so much shit that i have to do (laughs) i gotta do this upgrade of these powers uh what's happened over here i gotta do what but like once you start connecting everything together and like you start getting into a rhythm that's when the game really like shines and like it feels so good to play exactly that's why i have faith in redfall which we're going to talk about later now (laughs) So I've been playing, I, I mentioned this the other day, night on the stream, um, mm-hmm. when we were streaming Overwatch, that I've been playing FIFA. I've been playing FIFA oh, yeah. 23 because it was on sale for like 30 bucks. I got like, oh, it was yeah. like, it was oh, the yeah. ultimate, it was the ultimate edition that was like a hundred bucks that comes with a bunch of crap that I'm never going to use because I don't play the ultimate team at all. <laughs> I just play, <laughs> I create a character in the career mode and then play it through that. Um, and I basically did that for like a week and then I've uninstalled it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm over it. The like the the bug of playing FIFA has left me, and now I'm all in on Dead Space, which we're going to uh, talk about right now. Everybody, Dead Space is out, and it's incredible. I basically spent most of my day playing. Um, I did have to stop for a little bit to go grade some stuff, and then I started feeling like poo poo, and I fell asleep, and then woke up and felt like poo poo even more. I'm just going to keep saying poo poo. <laughs> um, but Dead Space is fantastic. I'm enjoying it a lot. I think it's fantastic. I love Dead Space to begin with. And the remake is such a fun, interesting enhancement of what I knew. And also expanding every in every way possible. Like the game is beautiful to look at. The sound design's great. And then the added extra things that Dead Space has has now to, to refamiliarize veteran players into the game and stuff it's just it's it's a fun little i don't know how to explain this it's, i'm sorry i'm doing a horrible job about this <laughs> they added so much like little things that mm-hmm. 
makes you go, oh yeah, this is how this game played, but you know, it's not how the game played. <laughs> it, like uh, they, yeah. like um, one of the things I really appreciate is that um, you, if you remember in Dead Space One, you would always have to go to the tram to get to the next chapter. You know. Yeah. Well, now it's like a seamless transition like they did for Dead Space 2 and 3, where it's like you go down instead of taking the tram, you no longer really have to take the tram. Instead, you you walk through the hallways and it transitions to the medical center and you're in Chapter 2 intensive okay. care now. So you don't like they've removed that sort of tram system. It's still there um, in yeah. some cases, but it's more seamless than it was where it was. You go in, you get on the tram, it loads to the next chapter. Now there's like a seamless thing that makes it feel really good and makes it feel more con connected. Like the Ishimura feels connected now. Um, nice. They added extra like little side quests for you to do. Um, they've added like a sort of um, uh, they have like security clearance now where you have to get security clearance cards to um, to like open certain sections of the Ishimura and typically those things kind of just they're not really important for you to do but they have a lot of a lot of like bonus bonus things for you wow. to get uh, but like there are specific areas that you have to get them in and stuff like that so you have to find these little cards and like backtrack a lot of the time to unlock these doors um, gotcha. there's a cut there's a couple in there that like I saw and I was like how the hell do I get in this door I want in this door and it's like nope I gotta <laughs> get the security key and the security key doesn't come until later and so yeah um so like nice little details the uh game obviously beautiful the upgrades and everything um i'm gonna do a full review uh soon uh, my goal is to get it up by is my goal is to get it up by thursday we'll see if okay. that happens but enough about my rambling what is the what are the what is the media critic saying l <clears throat> please take over for a second yeah <laughs> So uh, on IGN's Tristan Og Oglevy, uh gave it the IGN gave it a nine out of ten. Here, this is an excerpt from the uh, review here that uh, I'm going to read. Here it says, "With its stunningly redesigned spaceship, smartly and subtly enhanced story, and spectacularly reimagined action scenes, Motive Studio has managed to successfully breathe new life into the seminal semi-horror universe of Dead Space." Despite the fact I've returned to the 2008 original several times over the years and found it to hold up fairly well, my latest journey through the darkened hallways of the USG Ishimura still managed to consistently surprise me and pull me to, into Isaac's plight far more than ever before. While still satisfying, satisfying my desire to butcher undead astronauts with an enjoyable arsenal of wildly unsafe mining tools. Excuse me. It's clear that uh, this superb Dead Space remake has been a labor of love for the team at Motive Studios, who's uh, very carefully balanced innovation and renovation with preservation. And to the credit, the end result is undoubtedly the definitive way to experience or re-experience one of the best survival horror shooters that Capcom never made. Pew, 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 shots fired at Resident Evil. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> this is better than Resident Evil. <laughs> oh, I actually would say that Dead Space is better than Resident Evil. That's just yeah. me. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so like it, it currently has a 90 on Open Critic. Um, it's falling around that range across the board. Every like the consensus is is like this is it is beautiful to look at. A lot of the add-on, like uh, additional things, really enhance it, and it still it still feels the way it plays. If you remember how Dead Space felt, yeah, um, it still feels that way. <laughs> like it still, and I think that's I think I've mentioned this before. I don't know if I mentioned it on here or on um, on my personal streams or whatever, but like uh, I played Dead Space like just back in like June, and yeah, yeah, gameplay 
aged well. Like like the Dead Space aged well. Like in terms of gameplay, it felt good to play. I loved playing it. Um, and so it still feels that way now. They've made things a little bit crisper and easier. Um, so like um, they uh, the gravity. You know how in, in Dead Space One you had to like you would go into the um, space area and you had to like point to shoot yourself across the map and stuff. Yeah. Well, they made it more like Dead Space 2 and Dead Space 3 where now you're like free floaty and can move around uh, instead of just pointing out a direction and flying that <laughs> way. <laughs> so they made it, they they did line it up with like more like Dead Space 2 and 3, um, nice. and which was welcome additions and stuff because those were probably some of the stronger additions for Dead Space 2 and then <laughs> Dead Space 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate no, Dead Space 3. I'll, I'll say that like, it's great to hear this news just because that's uh dead space is definitely like uh what i consider to be like a, a classic um mm-hmm. great game <laughs> um it's overall like a great story great survival sci-fi horror um mm-hmm. that i'm super happy that it's reviewing well because that's what i was expecting you know mm-hmm. um it kind of goes back to um what we talked about when we were um doing our draft picks where i was saying that um i have a feeling that i think dead space um, as and I'm sure as time goes on, this is what you know. As much as we wanted Callisto Protocol to be great, this is kind of like we what we hoped it would have been like in a way, mm-hmm. um, just seamless and just smooth and just like great story and everything. Um, and um, I don't know, maybe time will tell. Maybe you know, go through Callisto and you'll be like, it wasn't super crazy bad or yeah. something. But um, other than that, it's it's great to see Dead Space um, um, hailing like such a high score and then also I'm happy that people who didn't play the original will get to experience it in this way and yeah. uh, or those who love the original like us will get to experience it and have just as much fun as if we're playing it for the first time yeah and then the, the other the last thing I want to mention is um, they uh, actually added a lot of character to the characters this might sound weird but like they redid a lot of like voice acting lines and uh, ah, okay. Isaac Clark now talks in Dead Space 1 um, Whoa. Isaac actually yeah. has a voice um, and even like the smaller characters that get killed off pretty much right at the beginning of the game you know like the two uh, people that are with you with uh, yeah. Hammond and the others they actually have like talking roles that feel significant and you actually yeah you can actually tell there's a relationship between Isaac and them and stuff and yeah it's, it's just interesting like they add like these little touches to add more layers to Dead Space which I appreciated because like I already knew the story, I'm already like deep familiar <laughs> with the story of Dead Space and the lore of Dead Space and the marker yeah. and everything. Because I just I'm a, I love Dead Space, and so it's nice getting these little extra things to kind of add more nuances to what I already know about Dead Space. You know, and yeah. I, I just appreciated that a lot. And they also redid some of the um, the little texts you know that you could find in the voice yeah, uh, yeah. the voice audio recording stuff. They also redid some of those, added some new ones in and stuff like that. So it's nice to like. I played Dead Space many, many times and I'm very familiar with a lot of that stuff. And then it's nice to get little nuggets where it's like, oh, this wasn't in the first game. This is nice to hear. Like, this is just adding new perspective to the game, which I very much loved and appreciate. Um, I'm already nice. like halfway through the game, like more than halfway through the game. Yeah, after I binge- text today. I was like, yeah. whoa, you're already going. On. <laughs> yeah, I have spoof, dude. I, it was nonstop playing. Um I haven't, I'm going to be honest, I haven't really been doing too much of like the side stuff, which I probably yeah. should be doing. Um, but like, I'm also scared. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Uh, I've got to, I'm thinking like my goal is to try to like beat it tonight or tomorrow and then okay. start an impossible playthrough and then do the side stuff during the impossible playthrough. 
just yeah. because there's um there's a secret ending tied with the impossible playthrough and stuff. So nice. I want to see it. I want to see it. What, um, if, what if the secret ending is <laughs> Dead Space and Callisto Protocol are connected? No. <laughs> I mean, that'd be weird because yeah. yeah, this <laughs> Callisto Protocol, uh, it's like a virus thing. But what if yeah. whoa, it it's came from thing. the what what's the name of the uh the the stone in Dead Space? What is it called? The um art not arbiter. The uh, marker? <laughs> you talking marker. about the marker? You talking about the marker? Yeah, the markers. What if it came from them? <laughs> that but, would be weird. Because it was like it was like it created the virus thing was created, I believe. I can't remember. I can't remember shit about Cluster Protocol, man. <laughs> I played the game, played it once, beat it. I was like, I don't want to think about this game anymore. Uh anyways. But yeah, Dead Space nice. is good, y'all. Check it out. It's fantastic. Um I am a dum dum and I bought it twice. I'm gonna platinum it for sure. Um, but I've been playing on PC. There is um there has been on my end, and I and I've been seeing this on Steam, people talk about this, so I'm not the only one having this issue where there is a little stuttering problem um uh, okay. with like frame rate where the frame rate just dips drastically, and I'm just like, what's happening? Um, but that seems to be a common problem across the board, so it doesn't seem like the PC version's well optimized from what okay. I'm understanding. Um, I haven't like looked in to see like how the consoles are performing though, like you know, I'm assuming they're fine, but I haven't tried I haven't tried um Dead Space on PlayStation yet. I'll probably do my my impossible playthrough on PlayStation just to get the platinum trophy. Nice. Um, so we'll find out. But yeah, I've I've loved it. Um and I'm excited to see. And you get an early lead in our fantasy game critic, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Woo! I'll take it. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a game coming out until I guess Atomic Hearts Hearts the first one. Yeah, next month, isn't it? Yeah, it's the like towards the end of the February. Ah, okay. Unless I picked up freaking Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing my mind, man. I'm, I don't feel good. Please kill me. Hilarious. <laughs> um, anyways, um, moving on from Dead Space, uh, getting into a somber note. Um, layoffs everywhere in the game industry. Um, it's at Microsoft and it, it is and for Microsoft isn't it isn't just the game division it's like Microsoft as a whole um and that's also following like Google laying off people Amazon laying off people um yeah. um Apple laying off people like t the tech industry right now is like just laying off people left and right and it's insane because it's 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 getting crazy numbers and it's probably just going to keep increasing too which is a crazy thing yeah. to think about but specifically for Microsoft um they like they laid off uh, 10,000 staff. Um, this is from an article on IGN. Microsoft lays off 10,000 staff um, in a public message to staff. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said that decision was difficult, but necessary. But it is confident that Microsoft will emerge from the stronger and more competitive. Um, it's unclear exactly which departments are affected, but Microsoft made clear the redundancies were a result of it reprioritizing different areas of the business and that it would still be hiring in key strategic areas. Um, this came out, this broke um, on January 18th, and then not too long after, it turned out one of the big areas that got hit for Microsoft was 343. So this is where the game side of things comes in, where um, another article on IGN uh, titled Halo Infinite 343's statement runs against deep cuts in the Halo development team. <clears throat> so a little ways down, um, IG, uh, quote, IGN has learned that significant cuts have been made to 343's Halo development team. One former 343 
343 employee impacted by the layoffs estimated about a quarter of 343 staff was impacted. Although that's not a form, firm statistic, we also learned that around 30 people were let go from 343's art department alone, with former employees saying 434 Industries was hit hard with positions impacted across all dips, disciplines. This is a shame to see that like 343 is getting hit with this. This also comes on the heels of... Uh, um, I didn't include a uh, article for this, but that uh, Halo that 343 is now not going to be the only one working on Halo anymore. That Microsoft is going to be essentially leasing out Halo, the property to other um, uh, developers yeah. and stuff like that. So it's just it's crazy to think that like it's just crazy to think about this. I, I, I don't really have I don't really have too much to say about it because like I don't really know all of the information. But yeah. This is this is wild to just see, like, especially because Halo is, you know, like at one time was the flagship, you know, granted yeah. that was under Bungie, that was under Bungie and everything. But now just seeing seeing it hit how it's hit here, seeing like how Halo ha has even Halo Infinite didn't do what Microsoft wanted it to do at its release yeah. and stuff. And then the lack of, for a better term, the lack of progress that Halo has had over the last two years since it, or yeah, last. Has it been a two years or is it a little over a year? It's a little over a year. A little I over a year now. Over yeah. Um, just wild to see um, and just wild to hear about. It and just it sucks to see that so many people are getting laid off. And yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's super wild because <laughs> like you said, Halo was once like. Basically, it's basically like Microsoft and Xbox is like that's their go like character like you know everybody knows master chief everybody knows all that and so successful halo um the whole series doing well up until now like i said with halo infinite not really doing what's well halo infinite dare i say not as memorable like as Man. you know um the, the other games from the series um and I, so i will say it, it it's better than five yeah five, five it, yeah <laughs> it, people like it more than five and the thing is, like the Halo Infinite campaign is really good. It's just there was a lack of progress, a lack of things to do on the multiplayer side. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. Um, but it, it's interesting. I guess it's just for me. I guess uh, maybe um, I'm not in the the right, I don't know, circles of uh, social media and stuff like that. But it almost felt like it. I just didn't hear a lot about Halo. Like it just yeah. didn't have a big impact or like a big mm -hmm. hit in it didn't stick with people like people played it and like people said you know there were people who i i saw who maybe played it on twitch they streamed it they played it, they said they had fun with it the campaign um even people playing the multiplayer but like you said it's like it came and then it went and yeah. it was just like forgotten um and so i'm and it has its own dedicated like uh player base that continues to support it and play it but it just feels like the the um the the release just is less like a less of an impact and it's more like just you know oh, it's here and then people like you know it, it just didn't hit hard for me yeah i i feel that i definitely like even in like the circles that i i see that i take part mm -hmm. in and stuff it's like halo was hot for the month that it came out because it, it dropped the multiplayer early people were excited yeah. about it people were like hell yeah the campaign dropped people love the campaign and then by the end of December going into 2022, nobody gave a shit. Like it was Very like, true. okay, what are you going to do next? And then they didn't have like a clear roadmap. They weren't, exactly. they weren't updating the the game consistently enough to really capture that, that spark that they had at the initial beginning. 
they weren't able to replicate that again. And even with like the forge yeah. coming out back in November, I forgot the forge even came out. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought exactly. Because I, I remember us talking about it like early in early last year. We were talking about, oh yeah, the forge may, is that going to breathe breathe new life into the game? Well, the forge came out back in November. Nothing, you know, like nobody Nothing, talked about no. it. It's there. Like I, you know, when I installed because we were going to play Halo Infinite uh, this past Wednesday. Which I did you ever figure that part out? You know what? We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> but when I when I started, I saw I was like, oh, the forge is yeah, here. I forgot this was a thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like, but like I never remember seeing people talking about it. I don't like remember like I just never saw too much buzz about it or any hype around it. And like yeah. I don't know if that's just like a detriment. For, like I don't know if that's three four three not just advertising. Microsoft not advertising like this. You feel like Halo Infinite should have been like this. Should have been big moments where everybody was talking about it. Going, Forge is here. Let's go in and create freaking awesome stuff. And it just wasn't there. And it was really yeah. weird um, for me. Like just look on the outside looking. No, in. definitely. Um, but yeah. Anyways, we got off track. We're now just <laughs> bashing Halo. <laughs> <laughs> But it, anyways, getting back on track with the layoff stuff, um, it's it sucks for them. I hope 343 recovers. I hope all these folks that are going to be out of jobs are going to recover. Um, and the sad thing is, is that it's going to keep happening because fucking capitalism. Um, yeah. The other the other thing that I've been seeing, too, is like people going, oh, Microsoft is laying off all these employees, but they're able to they're able to buy a freaking co uh, company, Activision Blizzard. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, because that's fucking capitalism. Because capitalism yeah. fucking sucks. It, <laughs> the, way, the way that it works, the way that it works for those who say that is that if it's not making enough money or that it's not like what they deem successful, <laughs> they're probably gonna break like what they're doing now. Lay off the people. We don't need them because we're making more money over here. So let's move yeah. this for our focus over here because this is more yeah. successful over here. So yeah, that, that's how it works in capitalism. Unfortunately, yeah, it sucks and like. It's going to happen. People that are saying that, oh, Sony would do something like this. And was like, no, Sony would do something like this big time. <laughs> like if if it was going to help the profit mar margin, they would do it because that's capitalism and it sucks. And hey, it's life um, going on to continue on the dreary topic of of layoffs. Um, it also hit news game, uh, game news media. GameSpot and Giant Bomb uh, was also affected in a, in a wave of uh, media layoffs. This is an article on uh, GamesIndustry.biz by James Bachelor Patchler. Um, GameSpot and Giant Bomb are the latest media publications to be struck by layoffs. The news emerged last night with the various members of both teams announcing they were now unemployed via social media. Uh, Kotaku reported the layoffs were announced the two staff during an unscheduled company-wide meeting led by Perkins Miller, CEO of the site's parent company, Fandom. Um, sources told Kotaku that 40 to 50% of people were affected across the company. Um, you know, just more, more, just sad to see, like, um, a lot of the, a lot of the people that were laid off at GameStop and Giant Bomb are people that I follow on Twitter and just seeing, like, the dismay that they have, you know, about losing the job, yeah. very warranted and stuff. And just, it's just, and just seeing the response to like how, how games media is not a safe field to go into. And like seeing, seeing some of them going like, I think I'm just going to get out of games media because it's not stable. It's not safe enough. Cause like, yeah, you know, they're like crazy. a lot of like the tweets and stuff I'm seeing is like, why, why try to get a job for something that may lay me off in a year? exactly yes yeah. 
IGN also had lay- layoffs not too long ago and stuff like that. And so uh, Fanbyte, another website, also had layoffs. And we're about to talk about another layoff that got completely shut down. Um, so it's it's wild. And then over on the Washington Post, um, <clears throat> the Washington Post is closing its uh, uh, closing launcher, its video game portion of the website. So the Washington Post shutting down its stuff completely. Like they're not even going to do game stuff anymore. So that's um, so it's eliminating 20 newsroom positions. Uh, this is an article on IGN by Kate Bailey. Um, as reported by the New York Times and Axios, the Washington Post is eliminating 20 newsroom positions while declining, declining to fill 30 positions. The layoffs include five members of Launcher, a video game focused website that has been running since 2019. So like their Washington Post attempt into games media not even lasted that long. You know, it's, it's yeah. Too, three four years later it's just wild like and i and i get it like there, there's a lot of dismay about it there's and i kind of agree with it like why try to get into games media if there's no job security in it um it sucks it sucks on you know it's it, it's it's crushing for a lot of people especially people that have aspirations about going into games media um True. and all that so i don't know what are, what are your Not- thoughts no, definitely. It it's sad because like this this is like I said, it's just kind of a reflection of the times. Just as far as like, because I think I remember seeing somewhere. It's just it feels like um not to go too far off on a tangent, um, but it's like we're we're in this bubble right now that could probably pop at any moment as far yeah. as like a society and stuff, economy yeah. and everything, um, and so businesses uh, for how they run are going to basically like you know capitalism like like i said the way that it works is that if a business is going to look at itself and be like okay what can we not afford to lose or what do we not want to lose and what's something that we don't mind just tossing away regardless of how much work how much effort um regardless of how great of a staff or how great the content they were doing um you know is and so um it just sucks man because yeah because it, it makes you think which i don't know if maybe this is the like the right way to say it but my, maybe it's like my my mind goes to like okay you know what is this a just like kind of a preview of more things to come like this um yeah. because of the times because of technology evolving and stuff or will this transform in a different way um as far as like the way that publications or like you know um like like the staff at like GameSpot and just things like that how we get news and media is it going to change or is it going to look different and just you know come in a different form um and so usually sometimes when something like this happens then the next thing to do is to look for like okay um what's going to fill up that space like you know what's going to take its place and so um unfortunately you know people getting layoffs laid off sucks but i hope that whatever comes next or you know um, whatever happens, the people who got laid off are able to kind of like jump into that new thing and, you know, be a part of the next, you know, thing that comes up and hopefully it stays. Yeah, I agree. I think like you bring up an interesting point, like, well, how is the landscape going to change? And I think yeah. we're already sort of in it with like, not just not to say toot horns on anything, but like podcasts and stuff like that, yeah. like relying on content creators to kind of fill in that gap. You know, we're already sort of seeing that it's already been a thing, like people going to Twitch to watch content creators. Now, is that going to be yeah. sustainable? Probably not. Who knows what's going to happen in the True. next five, 10 years? Maybe Amazon's going to be like, you know what? Let's pull the plug on Twitch. Fuck Twitch. 
crazy. Well, that would be wild if Amazon did that. that. But wild. hey, but I mean, Microsoft did it with freaking uh, what was Microsoft's one? Uh, uh, I don't even remember what uh, what Microsoft's one, one one was, but like they pulled the plug on it just randomly. It they just radio was it? No, no, the, uh, no. The uh, streaming their their um like thing like oh. Twitch. Um, oh, um. Yeah. I can't remember it. It's on. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> I either. I can't remember either. That's how unimportant it was. Um, but like, yeah, Amazon could decide that. Oh yeah, it, Twitch is not doing it for us anymore. Let's pull the plug, and then we'll have to go to YouTube, which we're already on YouTube, so there's no complaints there. <laughs> but what if YouTube did? It? What if Google's like, you know what? Pull the live stuff on YouTube. Pull YouTube down completely. That would be wild. I think the world would fall into collapse. Would collapse. Yeah. At point. No, definitely. <laughs> that would be like super crazy. And but, so. But what I'm trying to get at, though, is like content creation, sort of that new thing. But even that's not sustainable. Um, you you oh. see it all the time where where content creators are like I need a break because I'm con- I'm streaming yeah. seven days, a, you know, seven days, yeah. a, seven days a week for almost 24 hours and stuff like every day. And so it's like, yeah, you got to take a break. And then people get mad at them when they take a break and shit. And it's like, yeah, where's the balance it, there? So, yeah, to kind of chime in this, it kind of reminds me of something. um, where I don't know if you remember because like I know I'm I'm this old to remember. So before streaming services, you had cable and you like if you wanted to watch a channel, you had to purchase like this entire package that came with channels that you didn't want. And then the ones that you did want. And mm-hmm. then we and then pe- the people would say, I only want the channels that I want. I don't care about the rest of these channels. And then eventually what ended up happening is uh, streaming apps, streaming services and stuff like that happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And then now the reason why they did that is because it was so expensive for the cable for like the bundles that they were trying to sell. And then now we've kind of gone in a circle a little bit we're to going where, back towards that where, yeah, we're going back towards everything that. Everything is all your individual subscriptions are now stacking up, adds to, be, up to the, yeah, yeah, to the same amount. So I wonder if maybe we're going to, this will kind of have kind of like a similar cycle where we're going to go through different iterations just to come back to, Two. you know, something to, else. And so it's interesting. Journalistic um yeah games media rather than content creation games media maybe yeah. never know yeah yeah it's entirely possible um yeah. but yeah i i hope everybody gets fantastic jobs because like like i said there's a lot of people that i follow that was at GameSpot, that was at giant yeah. bomb and stuff that like i followed i was like you know you know i want them to succeed because i love i loved reading their articles i loved reading their reviews i loved watching the videos and stuff that they would create and so i hope <clears throat> i hope they land on their feet and get somewhere good and hopefully they stay in the games business because like yeah. It would suck to like lose a lot of these voices. So yeah. definitely agreed. Continuing the sad news, <laughs> sad news, <laughs> maybe not sad news, depending <laughs> on how you feel about the game, but Marvel's Avengers is coming oh, to no. an end. Al. Oh, it's coming to an end and a Why? blog post in a blog post on <laughs> crystal dynamics, uh, blog form thing for, for the, for Marvel's Avengers. Um, Quote, to our amazing community. After two and a half years and introducing 12 of Earth's mightiest heroes following update 2.8 on March 31st, 2023, we will no longer add new content or features to Marvel's Avengers. All official support for the game will end on September 30th, 2023. Even after official support ceases on September 30th, 2023, both single player and multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available. See below for more information. They have an infograph of stuff. <laughs> that means <laughs> nothing to me because I don't actually play the game. Um, 
As a show of our appreciation for our community starting March 31st, 2023, we will make all games, market, challenge cards, and shipment co- shipment cosmetic content available to all players for free. Every single outfit, takedown, emotes, and nameplate from the marketplace, challenge cards, and shipments will be free for all players from this date onwards if you own a copy of the game. Gifting the full library of marketplace cos- cosmetic content is a way to thank our community by letting everyone experience the breadth of depth of content in marvel's avengers we know this is disappointing news as everyone in our community has such a strong connection to these characters and their stories we're so grateful that you come you came on this adventure with us your excitement for marvel's avengers from your epic photo mode shoots to your threads theorizing who our next hero would be to your twitch streams has played a large part in bringing this game to life we hope you we hope you continue to play and enjoy Marvel's Avengers. We can't thank you enough for your support and for being part of our super team. End quote. <sighs> two years. Two years. <laughs> Marvel's Avengers. Did you ever imagine a world where a Marvel's Avengers property would collapse, fail? You, you know, would, because this had the, all the recipes to succeed. It did. It, it, Mar- it was Marvel connected, superhero, came hot off the heels of, uh, you know, Infinity War and uh, yep. all of that. People love Marvel crap. Yep. But this game didn't succeed. This game didn't succeed. And this isn't, you know, this isn't against a knock against anybody who created the game. Yep. I'm sure a lot of people worked hard on this game. And yep. I did play it and I did enjoy it for like the 10 hours that I played it. But mm-hmm. it's it was so that it was just unremarkable to me. Like I enjoyed yeah. my time playing it, but afterwards I never had a desire to go back. I played the single player story stuff, didn't care in any in any way, shape, or form of coming back and doing the multiplayer stuff because it was just a grind fest. You talk, yeah. you we've talked, you've talked about how you don't like Destiny because it's just like getting numbers higher and just a grind, grind, grind. That was what Marvel's Avengers like multiplayer uh-huh. st- side was, and I was like, I don't want to do this because the combat wasn't fun. That was for me that so um, are you interested in trying it out? <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Just because um, from the, the gameplay, I've watched like people stream in and play it and watch YouTube um, videos about it and just watching it because I, I love like Marvel's Marvel DC, just comic books in general, the superhero stories and like cool characters. They're, they all they can be interesting and they can be done well. Mm-hmm. But um after watching like people play it and watching like stuff about it, it just didn't seem interesting. It just didn't grab me. It almost like, I don't want to say that it was just a horrible game, but it just, like you said, it was like unremarkable, like um, not really just unmemorable, you know? Um, There was nothing that kind of just wanted you, uh, left you wanting to come back for more, you know? And so, um, Certain moments it seemed cool, but just like the gameplay mechanics, some of it was just like, like you said, very grindy and just yeah. wasn't was wasn't a lot. It just, I think it just missed a couple elements to um to actually make it like a hit. Like um, I felt like it should have been because you know Marvel with everything that they do, um up to um Infinity Infinity War and stuff like that it was like money, 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 money. money it was money, like money. making yeah. millions, millions, millions. Um. And yeah, uh, like th- this came out after like the success of Marvel Spider-Man too. like yeah. Marvel Spider-Man hit hard. People love Marvel Spider-Man. And it's like, 
yeah. something is something just Avengers uh, just didn't connect with people. And it's it's wild True. to think that, you know, people I think it. Yeah, it's just wild to think that like, you know, I think yeah. a lot of it does come down to the gameplay. Just the gameplay loop wasn't satisfying enough. It wasn't engaging enough to sustain the support that he needed to keep going. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> even though I think I, I don't remember much of uh, the story because um, I feel like maybe um you can probably correct me on this if i'm wrong but um i feel like the best way when it comes to like video games inspired by comic book characters or like um things like that of that nature it's always good to kind of like focus on like stories that people know about like for example yeah. like you know um one thing that people always uh, chime in on uh, about this is just random dc movies is that a lot of the times they don't really build up um, to whatever they're trying to get to as well, where yeah. some people say that DC has great stories that maybe they could focus on, like the killing joke or something like that. Um, if you enjoy that story, um, same thing with Marvel, there's certain stories that maybe, you know, this could have followed maybe kind of like the movies, how, you know, the first Avengers kind of went and focused on Loki. That was, it was all a buildup, um, to Ultron and it, it just paved a way for, you know, the movies to be great. Um, I don't know if the the video game itself really paved a way to like for a, a storyline that maybe people knew about uh, who loved Marvel or like was just fun to play, you know? Yeah. As far as I'm aware, the the story and stuff for Avengers was like new. Mm. Um, with that said, there was like a sort of build up to it. Like you got to okay. see the world through the eyes of Kamala Khan. Um, oh, OK. And she like it starts with her at the uh, avenger fest whatever i don't i don't can't remember yeah. what the thing was actually <laughs> called yeah. but like and she's there and then shit hits the fan and stuff starts blowing up and then captain america dies or does he die i don't know kamala khan she gets uh she gets <laughs> radiation stuff and she can get stretchy arms <laughs> gotcha. so, uh that's like that's there was build up and there's like a time skip and then the rest of the game is like you're kamala khan trying to uh, unite the Avengers, bring them back together and stuff and like uncover and stop this um, uh, this villain from kind of taking over the world type thing. So not really gotcha. taking over the world, but yeah. Um, and so like as she's doing that, she learns about, oh, there's this faction trying to resist this other thing and this corporation and all this other stuff. And oh, Captain America's on the moon. Yep. Captain America. <laughs> Steve Rogers went to the moon. Whoa. <laughs> spoiler for the game uh you have to rescue yeah, him. I, guess, I don't think he was on the moon he might have been just been in a space station but he was in space and you had to go save him yeah I, f I feel like this um the the marvel's avengers game kind of falls victim to what um gotham knights fell victim to gameplay loop like you said just wasn't yeah. fun yeah. um even as much as like the um the lore was, and like the characters are cool it's just was the story good I can't, I don't remember anything about gotham I'm gonna be honest I did not hear anything about it after at least so <laughs> me either um, and so that, I mean, cause I feel like it, if the story is good, people will talk about the story. Yeah. Um, and so, um, it would make the rounds and people would be like, you should play this great story, blah, blah, blah whatever. Um, yeah. so I think that it just, it just falls victim to that, to where like you have great characters and like you have interesting ways that they can go about it, but the story just doesn't keep you in as much, you know? Yeah. I agree. Moving on from the Marvel's Avengers, because fuck Marvel's. No, I'm kidding. I love Marvel's Avengers. Great. I'm sorry. It's Seiko. Uh, I couldn't think of a segue. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. My brain's like dead right now. No, you're um, good. You're good. 
Moving on to the final topic of the show. This might go long. This might go short. I'm going to go through it. Stop me when you want to talk about something specific. Okay. Okay. I'm going to break down the Xbox and Bethesda presents the developer underscore direct. And I'm going to give my, my review of it. Okay. All right. Um, so it starts off with a beautiful showcase. I actually really like this like uh, trailer that they have because they showed they showed all the different development teams across like Microsoft and across the world. Um, they they had like a little sizzle thing of the like glimpses of the games, and then it it went with four big games, and then they like scratched out the four and added five because ah. originally it was announced that only four games are going to be there. But then, secret game, secret game was going to show up, and it was going to be by Tango Games, the developers of evil within what does that mean who knows we'll talk about it here in a second because that game that they that they had Ooh, let me tell you it's the first hot game of the year well yeah it came out before dead space so first hot game of the year (laughs) (laughs) but it opened with after the sizzle reel and stuff they went over to um mojang for minecraft legends they showed off the pvp uh side of things for legends if you don't remember what legends is it's the uh sort of action rts um uh, age of empires inspired take on minecraft and so they showed the pvp stuff it's a 4v4 you destroy you try to destroy the the opponent's base so you are defending your base you're building your base up um there's a everybody on the team on your team shares resources so you so if we play together it could be like i'm building while you go out and you know chop down trees gather material and all that stuff you know whatever the hell you do in minecraft um to build things up and then the teams try to destroy each other, but there's also a twist to it. Uh, the piglins, the little, the little piglin I, I, yeah. banded people, they are an extra like uh, they're a they're a faction that fights both teams, and so they will attack your base. They will ah. get involved in fights and stuff, so it adds an extra layer. Like you got you got to defend against the piglins, and you got to defense against the human players, um, and so. There's multiple things to deal with. The world is always random. It's all, always procedurally generated, so. Anytime you play, it's not going to be the same world that you were in before. <clears throat> so you'll always have something like n- something new to chase. Like things won't nice. always be in the same place. So even if you know, like you got to find, you know, red, uh, red, uh, what is it called? The red mi- minerals things. Oh, it, won't be in the, uh, it won't be in the same place. Like you'll have to like go uh, out okay. and search for it and stuff like and stuff like that. So it's just interesting. Nice. It, it really look, it really it looks really freaking fun. Like I was surprised at how fun it looked. <clears throat> I was I was thinking like maybe we should play this together sometime oh. <laughs> when the game comes out. Um, the trip after they showed everything off, they had a release date of April eighteenth, twenty twenty three. So it's right around the corner. Right around the corner. Wow. So that's that's exciting. Um, but yeah, looked great. I thought it. I thought it showed well. I'm excited to see the. I'm excited to see the single player side more, because there there is a story for Minecraft Legends on the single player side, so I'm interested in seeing what that has. So hopefully, as we get closer to the date, there'll be more of that. Because I like just seeing the PvP gameplay. I was like, man, this actually looks pretty damn dope. I'm kind of into yeah. this. So, <clears throat> so we'll see what more we get from Minecraft Legends. But yeah, it looked great. Um, and moving on to Forza Motorsport. <clears throat> nice. So, Forza Motorsport always, always, always looks freaking beautiful, man. Of like, course. like, like Forza Motorsport is probably the like the best looking game every generation. You know what I mean? Like they just, yeah. uh, it's, there's there's something about it that just like the the sauce, the secret sauce for a Forza Motorsport is always there, <laughs> and it always looks beautiful, and it's insane because like even you know uh, Horizon came out 
uh, what two years the yeah two years ago uh, came out yeah. like around the time of uh, Halo looked beautiful still looks beautiful so it's like Forza Motorsport looks freaking beautiful um, they showed off a lot of customization they had a, like a lengthy uh, section where they talked about sound design and like you know the cars revving and blah 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 uh. like whatever. I don't care about that that thing that side of things. Uh, I don't care about what songs, cars sound like, but hey, that's cool for the sound junkies out there. They they you know are Recording doing everything they can to replicate the actual sounds and feels of the cars. Uh, they showed off there. They mentioned that there's going to be 20 different environments. They showed off at one particular track that I can't remember the name of, and I didn't write it down. I apologize. Uh, they showed off that there's dynamic weather system and a dynamic day night cycle. Um, uh, and they with the phrase that no two laps will play the same. Hopefully oh. that's true. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, the console version is apparently going to be using ray tracing, according to the trailer. From what I understand, there's going to be 500 cars. There's going to be a single player career mode. Um, it's the downside to all of this. All of it looked great. All of it sounded great. I was like, man, this is really cool. I'm looking forward to Forza, Forza Motorsport to play for like a weekend because I'm going to mm -hmm. play for a weekend and then never play it again. Probably <laughs> it did not come. It did not have a release date. It Ooh. no release date. It just said coming in 2023. So dang, <clears throat> who knows? Maybe it'll get pushed out. I hope it doesn't because I added it to my fantasy game <laughs> critics. <laughs> <laughs> I do have it because like Forza always reviews well. So I expect Forza like even when no matter when it comes out, I think it's going to land and it's going to hit and people are going to love it. Like for I don't think there's ever been a bad Forza game. Like, yeah, I don't think even on her, I, even on a even Horizon always reviews and scores well. So yeah, I fully expect Forza Motorsport because like Forza Motorsport is like the standard now for racing sims, isn't it? Like yeah, it used to Forza, it used to be it used to be Gran, Gran Turismo. Turismo yeah. yeah, it used to be Gran Turismo, but I feel like Forza Motorsport like pushed past it like with Motorsport with Horizon and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, <clears> I think I think it's mostly now Forza. I, I, it almost feels like Gran Turismo is more of the um, like the really, really dedicated into cars, even though Forza does a great job. Yeah, it, it's more niche, but um, yeah. I could be wrong. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I I only play Forza Motorsport for like a weekend because I always like, man, these these look great. They it's feel fun. great. But I suck at racing games. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, next up, they showed off Hi-Fi Rush. It's a Tango game. It's from the Tango from the creators of Evil Within and Ghostwire Tokyo, which is wild. And they even mentioned they're like everybody associates us with horror stories, our scary games, but we wanted to make something different. We wanted to oh make this God. game, and it's a That's rhythm so action. It's a rhythm action game with a lot of platforming elements too. There's like there's a long there's a lot of stretches where it feels like it's like a Ratchet and Clank type game where you're just hopping around collecting things and stuff. It's really it's really good. This game got a surprise dropped. It was shadow dropped. It was it was pro. It, this easily stole the show for me because it was like yeah. oh fuck we can play this today. Um, it already has an overwhelmingly positive rating on Steam. Um, if you go look at open critic, there's not any like score number for on open critic, but a lot of the reviews that are up there are giving it like nines, um, giving it above like eights and stuff like that. So it's, it's reviewing re really well as well, but the game is just fantastic. I've, I've been playing it. I love it. Like this game, it, it's wild to me that they were able to shadow drop this Yeah, and like, and like, and it still get a lot of attention. I, and I think that's part of the the reason why it get, got a lot of attention instead of like any build up to it is just like, here, go play it now. 
Like exactly. speak yeah. for yourself. Let the players decide if it's going to be awesome. And it is freaking awesome. The music's great. The the humor is fantastic. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use High on Life as an example of this because okay. High on Life is a game that recently came out where it's all about the humor, and I could not stand it. <laughs> I could not stand <laughs> it. I did not like High on Life because I found the game incredibly annoying. Um, but with 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 high hi-fi rush like the comedy is landing for me like the humor that that's there the relationships that are building between these characters are there i really enjoy this and you know dare i say <laughs> it the cat that's in this game better than the cat and stray you heard it here wow. first better than that stupid cat and stray there's a cute robot cat named uh 808 adorable 808. as fuck yeah 808 it uh, turns into so it's a cute cat with like when you're at your home base, it's a cat. It loves you. You uh-huh. can touch it. You can pet it, pet it and stuff. And then when you go out into the world, it turns into like this little floating robot that follows you around that. Um, if, and if you watch it, it's like going to the beat of the music and stuff. Uh-huh. Like It pulses to the beat of the music so you can kind of gauge when you need to like swing your your um, your little uh, sword and stuff to fight the robots and everything. Nice. But yeah, the game, you need to check it out, L. Um, okay, yeah. Whatever you can, it's just fantastic to play. Um, it is rock music, so <laughs> just keep that in mind. <laughs> I've been seeing people go, yeah, they need to update Hi-Fi Rush with like a hip-hop <laughs> um, oh pack God, or something. To bring. So, but yeah, um, Hi-Fi Rush is fantastic. Um, I, see, I can easily see this game getting in my top 10 games of the year by the end of the oh. year. Like, like I'm having so much fun with it. Um, if you ask me to review it now, I would give it a four out of five. I think there's a lot there okay. to admire. Um, for me, for me, I just like I'm not a rhythm person. My rhythm kind of sucks, even with like the gauge of the robot there. <laughs> but like I'm still having fun and like they're very forgiving too, with like not hitting on the beat. Um, it's more like if you hit on the beat, you get extra damage to whatever uh. you're fighting and stuff. Um, so if you get like a perfect strike, it does extra damage and stuff like that. So it's very forgiving. You don't have to, for the rhythmic, uh, what's the correct phrasing for this? For the lack of rhythm of people there. I don't know. (laughs) I was trying to be (laughs) cute. I was trying to be cute with like a pun Uh and I couldn't think of one. (laughs) It was there for a moment and then it went away. And yeah, anyways, check Hi-Fi Rush out. It's fantastic. I love it. I think everybody should go check it out. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's on Steam. Nice. It's on Xbox. Um, but yeah. I, I And seeing the shadow drop makes me wonder, wouldn't it be awesome if they do like a shadow drop on every one of these like sort of Xbox things? Oh, that I don't, would be cool. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But what if? What exactly. if like these smaller, smaller titles like Hi-Fi Rush and even like going back to Pentiment, if they would have shadow dropped Pentiment, I think there would have been a lot more buzz about Pentiment because people like Pentiment a lot. But yeah. leading, but I think announcing Pentiment like three months out kind of made people go, "Why the hell is why are the hell is Bethesda wasting resources on that? Or not Bethesda, but Obsidian race, wasting resources on that?" And the game came out and people loved it. But like, I feel like yeah. if Pentiment had done a shadow drop similar to Hi-Fi Rush, I think there would have been a lot more buzz and a lot more people going, wow, Microsoft, good job. Think, good job on doing this and keeping it a secret and blah, blah, blah. So I, I'm wondering if that, that's something that Microsoft could, and Bethesda could do going forward with any, some of their game releases going, 
we're just gonna like the smaller projects not obviously exactly, not like yeah, starfield not like starfield yeah. <laughs> or anything like that or fallout or elder uh, or elder ring <laughs> elder <laughs> scrolls uh obviously things like that wouldn't be able to work for a shadow drop because yeah. you want that buzz because games like that would get the buzz but things like hi-fi rush if you would have just if they would have announced this and then come out like two months from now i don't think it would have as much budget you know what i mean because people yeah, would see it go I, I, yeah, yeah. I see that. whereas yeah, the shadow drop sense. yeah this shadow dropped and people were excited because it looked awesome. It looks like a, uh, yeah, the, the art style is fantastic. Anyways, I'm talking about this way too much. <laughs> so yeah. We're going on to the next game. Um, the next game is Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, they announced their next expansions, which is Necrom. Uh, they talked about the new class, which is Ar- Arcana- Arcanist. Uh, it's magic based. Uh, the new, they introduced a new re- region, which is Eastern Morrowind. Um, if you don't know anything about Elder Scrolls, none of this means a goddamn thing to you. So, <laughs> um, I I loosely know this stuff because I love Elder Scrolls. I love Morrowind specifically. Morrowind's my favorite Elder Scrolls game, um, and I've dabbled in Elder Scrolls Online. But yeah, uh, the other cool thing that they announced during this too is that they're making for a limited time. They're making all of their expansion packs uh, free. Oh, uh, to like you know for new players who want to join in, jump into Elder Scrolls. You know, you can have all of the content that has been released up till now uh, to give it a go and stuff like that. Um, Necrom's going to release June 5th, so over the summer. And then in the Xbox version was getting a later date, and I didn't mark it down. I think it was like the 20th or something like that. So, okay. But the PC is getting it first, and then Xbox getting it second. Um, and then they ended the show with a little game that I like to call... <laughs> Redfall. (laughs) They showed off a lot of it. Uh, You know, I've mentioned this before. I like the art style. I like the way the game looks because I'm just a fan of that style because it falls in line with that loop. It falls in line with Dishonored and Prey and all of that. So I love the art style. Um, They emphasize that this is a story driven shooter. You can it's single player or you can use co-op. This is a large. This is the largest world that Arcane has made. Um, It's going to be very detailed and dense. Uh, they're going to, of course, be using environmental storytelling, which is common for any arcane game. If you played um, Dishonored, Deathloop, you find little pieces in the world that gives you information about the world and stuff like that. So they'll, they're they going to be doing a lot of that. Um, they showed off gameplay. The gameplay looks cool. The powers they showed off looked fun. Um, they mentioned that you can approach missions in multiple ways. Again, a hallmark <laughs> of arcane <laughs> games. If you've played Deathloop, if you played Dishonored. There's multiple ways you can complete things. Uh, they showed off the class trees for uh, a couple of the classes. Um, and there's a lot there. There's a lot to process. Um, there's upgrades for guns. Um, aside from the main story, you're the there's the main story. And then on the side, you are going your other mission is to claim all the areas of Redfall and eliminate the eliminate the sorry. I'm about. Eliminate the vampires. <clears throat> mm hmm. Sorry. Sorry about that, y'all. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you're going to try to eliminate the vampires and claim the areas of Redfall to, you know, bring humanity back to Redfall. Um, <laughs> each boss is going to have their own unique abilities. And there's like multiple levels of boss. There's like this, the basic bosses, the ultra bosses. And then they have what is the, called the vampire gods. Uh, those look like you're going to have to have a team of people to uh. fight with you because like 
they they you like have to go underground and fight these big ass freaking monster dudes wow. and stuff so it looked really cool they didn't like show off an extensive battle but it, they did show one rising up out of the ground and stuff and it was like oh god so it looked cool nice. um this is a game that i'm definitely like i want to play with ul <laughs> like we need to play nice. it when it launches yeah. uh it's going to be launching may 2nd 2023 so we only have to wait till may um but yeah it looked incredible i am excited about redfall um I do think I did, the more I do see of this, the more I think, oh, yeah, this is going to be a very niche game. And the people that fall in love with it are going to fall in love with it. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's where it ends. It's going to be the people that love it and then everybody else. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm probably going to be the one of the people that love it because I just love arcane games. But, yeah, I'm excited about this game. It looked awesome to me. Um, I have seen people going, oh, it looked underwhelming. It looked boring. And I understand. But like. I because I have faith in Arcane and I love Arcane games and I want to see Redfall succeed. I kind of have my rose tinted glasses on and are like, <laughs> let's see it. But I can also I also have no doubt that like, yeah, this is this is going to be a more polarizing game than like Deathloop or Dishonored or anything like that, because they're they are trying something that may not necessarily work. Um, I don't want to say it's like a games for a service like the Avengers or anything like that or Destiny. But there's kind of a feeling that they're tr- they're going that way without saying they're going that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. They say it's just co-op. They just they say it's just co-op, but we'll see. We'll see. Interesting. Um, there's oh. also still comparisons to Left 4 Dead and stuff. I don't think the trailers and stuff that they showed off dissuaded anybody from thinking that this wasn't just Left 4 Dead, but with vampires. Because I still saw people <laughs> going like, this is still Left 4 Dead, right? <laughs> it's just vampires. They're like, yeah, there's deeper stuff to it. There's like RPG mechanics that uh, Left 4 Dead doesn't have and all that. But anyways, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, nice. I-, I can't wait to play it. So I'm excited for this to come out. Um, and so now that we've gotten more information about it, just like and how they're breaking it down with, um, you know, the way that the game looks, uh, gameplay, <laughs> just a big class tree, um, upgrading for the weapons. And so it, it looks really cool. So I'm excited to get into it. So, yeah. The other thing that I, that struck me and I don't, I don't know if this is going to be just, I don't know if they did it just for the trailer was the lack of HUD. There wasn't a HUD to oh, indicate no. anything on your screen. It would flash up occasionally like, a um, um, occasionally there would be like a button, like a, a button indicator to like, uh, vault over a, a wall or something like that or go through mm-hmm. a window. But outside of that, there wasn't really a HUD and like, so I'm, I'm wondering if that's going to be normal or if they just did that for the, um, the, 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 the trailers and stuff to give it a more cinematic look, you know, gotcha. um, but I don't know. We'll see. I can't cause the HUD, the HUDs in all of the games are fairly minimal and yeah. dishonored and death loop and stuff. It's fairly minimal. It's kind of like off to the side to give you a ample view of everything in front of you. So exactly, I'm, I'm interested in seeing if the HUD thing is just was for that. Anyways, not not an important thing <laughs> at all to dwell on. Um, so uh, overall, I thought this was a solid showcase. I was incredibly impressed. It was only 45 minutes long. So it wasn't like one of those two hour things where, oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, where you're just waiting, going, OK, hopefully something good shows up. Um, I, <laughs> I, I thought the great the format was great. The pacing was great. Um, hearing from the developers was was pretty solid. Like I normally am not a, the biggest fan of uh, just having the developers talk, but they did a great uh, blend of having the developers talk while gameplay was being shown mm. instead of just having the, the developers talk, you know, and then going, hey, just show us the gameplay. You're just telling us. But they did a nice blend of 
the developers are talking, but the gameplay is being shown as well. So you get a nice you get a nice visual to what they're telling you so you can actually see what they're saying and make sense of what they're saying, you know? Um, yeah, definitely. And so a lot of this was focused on the gameplay. It pretty much I don't think there was any cinematics really except for maybe Hi-Fi Rush. Um nice. Um but yeah, so there I don't th- yeah, I don't think there was any cinematics really and it was all gameplay focused. The pacing was great. The um outside of the Hi-Fi Rush, there was no big surprises like which not is not a bit bad thing at all because Microsoft, Microsoft Bethesda pretty much said that there's going to be four games. Starfield is not going to be here. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up about that. And so yeah. they had four games plus Hi-Fi, Hi-Fi Rush. And even though they advertised this and said, do not get your hopes up, there's going to be no Starfield. Starfield <laughs> is not going to be here. You wonder how many people fucking complained about this on twi- uh, Twitter where oh. they were like, why wasn't there no Starfield? <laughs> it's oh like my God. they literally told you weeks ago there was going to be no Starfield. Starfield was going to have True. its own showcase later. People don't fucking pay attention or listen or whatever. Yeah, but whatever. I I thought everything that they showed, though, was fantastic. Um, I would give it a four out of five. And I, my four out of five is more or less just like. There's no, there was no surprises um, beyond the Hi-Fi Rush, and if it wasn't for the Hi-Fi Rush, I probably would have given this a three out of five. Because while like I liked the pacing and I liked everything about it, I just wanted something a little bit more. But I don't really know what that little bit more was. You know what I mean? Like it just, yeah, it's something, that, yeah. it's something in the back of my head. I was just like, I just wanted something a little bit more. Like honestly, I could have done without the Elder Scrolls Online stuff. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Elder Scrolls is too niche like elder scrolls online is too niche to include in something like this but like this could have been its own thing somewhere else because they did have an event after this so it was like just have that (laughs) event by itself like you didn't really need to include this part here you could have highlighted another game here to get people more excited i don't know there was just something off with the elder scrolls placement uh and amongst everything but like again minecraft legends looked great forza motorsport looked great hi-fi rush is amazing redfall looks fantastic so four out of five for me it's a it was a great it was a great time a great 45 minutes it flew by it didn't even feel like 45 minutes um and yeah i i hope to see microsoft and bethesda continue this uh developer direct compared to like their long-winded ones that they did last year, you know, that were like two, three, four hours or whatever, where we <laughs> yeah, we would just sit there and just like, okay, come on, get done with this, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought this was great overall. Um, and yeah, I think I, I'm looking forward to seeing more. I hope they do more. I'm excited about seeing the Starfield one, especially if, if it's going to be like 30 to 45 minutes like this and how much they are going to show up, they could potentially show up for Starfield. Um, so yeah nice sounds, um, sounds like a good uh first <clears throat> showcase so to speak yeah good so. first showcase of the year this is the first one of the year um uh, yeah. uh, microsoft has confirmed that they're going to be doing something in the summer during the summer games fest and all that so nice. um will we get will we get something in between we're sp- probably the starfield um all that but we'll see we'll see nice um but yeah outside of that we're done with the show, y'all. We're done with the podcast. L, wind us down wow. before I throw up everywhere. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to the Respawn Please podcast live version. Um, you, if uh, you miss out on the live version, that's okay. You can always catch it, uh, catch the the, uh, the VOD, which no longer comes out after the fact. It comes out on Sunday, 
same day as the podcast, same time, video version on our Respawn Please podcast page on YouTube. Just type in Respawn Please podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon for future videos and future episodes. Um, make sure to follow the social media pages for the podcast at Respawn Please podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Excuse me. At Respawn underscore please on Twitter. Also, be sure to check out uh, the latest, uh, the first episode in our new series of Please Review Anime Edition, which but with uh, Bochi the Rock, which is in our YouTube page. It's I'll review, please. Put up, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, make sure I'll put a link up to it somewhere. You'll see like a little card or something. Um, also, ooh, I forgot else. I, I lost track. But we stream <laughs> oh. every Wednesday. We're gonna, we're going to be streaming gameplay every Wednesday. Sometimes it'll be Overwatch. Sometimes it'll be whatever multiplayer game we want to play. Maybe it'll be a single player game. Maybe L will abandon me and I will have to stream solo. <laughs> he made he made. I mean, it's up to L. Like if L decides that he has to go do something more fun, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> also, um, that I just remember. Remember, um, <laughs> the audio version of the podcast is available on all streaming services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to mm-hmm. subscribe, share. Really appreciate the help with that and uh yeah that's it all right have a wonderful weekend y'all our week depending on when you're listening to this if you're Mm -hmm. listening to this on sunday have a good sunday go watch last of us oh yeah yeah have you watched last of us yes yeah play dead space have you watched last of us yet we need to talk about last of us sometime no not yet i need to catch up (laughs) i need all right (laughs) (laughs) all right have a good night y'all and go watch last of us go play dead space go play hi-fi rush if you haven't done it yet i'm gonna go collapse on my bed and pass out for the next couple hours because i am i am burning up goodbye